Well, hello there and welcome to Mind Body Yay. Thank you for landing here. This is the place to come to refuel your vibe and nourish your mind, body and spirit. I am Kate Zukas, the host of Mind Body Yay. I am a conscious business leader, yoga and mindfulness teacher and coach. And I am so excited to be here sharing my energy with you and holding this space for you in this podcast. The goal of Mind Body Yay is to provide podcast topics that nourish your mind, body, and spirit, uplift your energy, and ultimately invite the good into your life. So let's get those positive vibes flowing and get started with today's podcast. Now, today's podcast is on tips and tricks for busy people and ways to help you relax your mind and body. So it's all about relaxation. How can we get some fast and effective tips and tricks to help us relax? So straight off the cuff, I'm going to say that it is really important to make time for relaxation. Rest is such an investment in your overall well-being and taking time to slow down can really help you to speed up and be productive. So somehow we have created this culture that high performance means you have to be overachieving and busy and performing all the time. However, most people that I know that are absolutely performance driven and focus on their personal performance spend a lot of time recharging their energy and resting so that they can continue to keep going and to continue to perform. So I guess the question I'm asking in today's podcast is how do you find the time to rest, unwind or recharge yourself when you're so busy and time poor. So that is the problem statement that we are solving in this podcast. And it is a great question. And I'm really glad that you are here uh, because we have created this podcast on this very topic just for you. So there are some very practical and realistic ways that you can relax your mind and body. And here are some tips and tricks that I use personally to help to de-stress myself and to balance and calm and rejuvenate my body and mind. So if you feel that you are stressed, overwhelmed, or need some guidance on how to relax and unwind, there will be some tips for you in this podcast. So I find that most of us are so tightly wound up that we actually don't know how to unwind or we don't realize until it's too late, until we start to get sick or there's physical symptoms, etc., with just how stressed and tightly wound we are. So while, you know, I'm the first to promote and endorse taking regular breaks, so that's something that you've really got to be mindful of and be proactive about managing your energy and taking regular breaks, there are some great tips coming up in this podcast that are some fast and effective and really friendly ways that you can recharge and relax um, your mind and body. So let's get to some of these tips. So some of these are, are, I guess, uh, practices that I have been doing for a number of years now. So each of these are personally endorsed by myself. um, And 
anyone can do any of these. Uh, so the first one I want to talk to you about is a yoga nidra. So a yoga nidra is uh, one of the best relaxation techniques that um, I have ever used um, myself. It is still, still something that I include as part of my regular practice today. And it is um, essentially a body scan. Um, so it's a meditation um, when you're lying down and uh, you know you are guided uh, to take your attention to different parts of your body. So it goes through and does a body scan. Um, it is a great way to uh, calm the mind uh, as well as um, remaining alert and aware yet relaxed. Um, so a 20-minute yoga nidra is equivalent to about four hours sleep. So a yoga nidra is a very powerful practice. Um, you can do it during the day, um, which I find sometimes great to do at lunch because it really does um, re-energize you for the afternoon. Um, but it's also a great uh, way to relax in the evening um, before you drift off to sleep as well. So it has some serious, serious power to it. So I do a lot of no yoga nidra practices. I also facilitate a lot of yoga nidra. And uh, in my coaching um, sessions and personal coaching sessions, it is usually the number one thing that gets people excited. The moment I say we're going to do a yoga nidra, um, people automatically feel relaxed. So um, definitely try it. If you've never tried a yoga nidra, try it. Um, the benefits, and I'll run through some of these benefits for you. Um, so it reduces stress, um, enhances cognitive cognitive performance and memory um, it helps sleep and improves your physical health um, it's a, a mindful practice so it's a way of invoking mindfulness um, it helps with anxiety um, stress management chronic pain um, and post-traumatic stress disorder as well so there are lots and lots of benefits um, to a yoga nidra so if you have not try, tried it I really suggest you try it um, and see how you go with the yoga nidra. And um, there, you know, you can have a look. There's a lot of apps um, as well as um, if you have a look at YouTube, Spotify, etc. You can um, usually download a yoga nidra and listen to them. Um, it's pretty available. So that is yoga nidra. So the next. Uh, relaxation tip and trick I want to talk to you about and something again that I use as part of my regular practice is yin yoga and restorative yoga. So I'm going to go walk through both of these because I think it's um, these are two yoga practices that sometimes um, are not all that mainstream. I think they're coming into the fold of being a lot more mainstream, but uh, they definitely have a lot of benefits to them. So yin yoga offers a wealth of benefits to help you with alleviating any pain and tension in your body, supports with stress and anxiety, and it improves your overall well-being. The practice of holding a pose, so when you're in yin yoga, you actually hold the poses um, for a lot longer and you hold them for an extended period of time. Um, and during that time, um, you're encouraged to observe and sit with your emotions and sit in that 
pose, which can sometimes get a little bit uncomfortable as well. So it's all about sitting with that discomfort um, and moving through it and moving through those physical sensations and some of those emotional thoughts that you go through. So yin yoga is a slow paced yoga and it does invite you to hold poses for about three to five minutes Um, and it is great for anyone to do it. So anyone can do yin yoga. Um, It is very healing for the mind and body and it's great as a slower practice Uh, and it's also fantastic for anyone that does any kind of yang exercise uh, such as running, um, etc., weightlifting. Um, if, if you do a lot of that kind of heavy exercise, yin is really good uh, at really getting into your joints um, and really nourishing and working with your body as well. So it's a great practice to do. Um, I find yin yoga can be a lot like a therapy session. It's slow, it can be uncomfortable as it's your own practice. Um, and you do bring up a lot of those Uh, awareness of your emotions, awareness of what's going on in your mind, um, as well as the the physical uh, movement in your body as well and some of the discomfort that comes from your physical body when you do yin yoga. However, it is very healing as you move through it uh, and very therapeutic. Uh, There's Lots of yoga studios are now offering yin yoga, uh, lots online as well that you can try. So just Google search and you'll be able to find a a lot more about it. But if you have not done yin yoga before, if you work in high pressure environments or uh, if you're a parent, um, a teacher or a caregiver um, and need some time to kind of nourish yourself, yin yoga is a fantastic way to do that. Uh, So that is fantastic. All right. So restorative yoga is just that. Right, so restorative yoga is again a slow yoga practice. It is super yummy for your body. I know when I go to do restorative yoga, I love it. It is quite a a meditative state that you get in. It restores you, which is why it's called restorative yoga. Um, Again, it is a super, super slow yoga. uh, But rather than yin yoga, Uh, restorative yoga you're super comfortable in these positions so super comfortable super nourished in these positions and you stay in these positions for a long period of time and hold those positions Um, it does feel like heaven it can be very relaxing and restoring and it is a fantastic way to unwind your body and mind so these two practices and these two yoga practices that I've spoken about are definitely good for people that are needing to unwind, they're a slow practice. So when you go to these yoga classes, you are not going to get the traditional um, kind of Hatha style yoga. They're very, very slow uh, moving practices and they really do focus on um, calming the mind and getting into your body. So definitely some yoga, if you've not explored these practices, definitely try these out. All right, so there's one more yoga uh, tip that and trick that I uh, use regularly, and and it's often one I forget to use. Uh, and now something when I see someone do it, I'm like, oh, of course, it's such an easy way to um, unwind um, and a great way to calm the mind. So my next tip is there is a yoga pose that is amazing for uh, relaxing and unwinding, 
and it is called legs up the wall pose. Uh, so what you do is you just get your bum up against a wall and pop your legs up that wall. Um, just pop your arms out to the side uh, and just enjoy just just in that upside downness of this pose. Um, legs up the wall. Um, it's a deep relaxation pose. Um, it improves um, circulation in your body. Great for stress relief. Um, and really great if you got if you're on your feet all day um, or if you've got tired legs and a great one to use again if you are constantly doing a lot of exercise or weights etc just one where you really need to just um, relax your body and um, great with leg cramps feet cramps also helps with any back aches um, so definitely a pose to do you know you can stay in it for five minutes or so just very very easy you can pop a little um, kind of slim cushion under your bum as well and just pop your legs up the wall it is fantastic uh, so like I said it's often one I sometimes forget to do myself but every time I do it I always think why don't I do this more often uh, it is so simple um, and a really really great way great thing to do at the end of the day um, if you're in um, a job or you do work that um, takes a lot of brain power um, where you're constantly thinking um, and you need to get out of that thinking mode a great pose to do to really help you as well as a great one to do if you're on your feet all day running around um, you know any kind of these jobs that are servicing or helping others great one to do to focus on yourself so that is a really fast and effective way to really focus on your mind and body relaxation um, great for busy people all right, so a few more that I've got here, and some of these you may have heard of. Um, so one of the ones I use on a daily basis now is breathing practices. So, you know, pranayama is the Sanskrit term for it, um, but simple breathing practices. Um, try and include some breathing practices into your day, whether it's in the morning, um, whether it's before you start work, whether it's in between meetings um, or at the end of the day, um, just spending a few moments um, focusing and being aware of your breath. Um, there are many, many different types of breathing practices you can do. Um, our breath is the life force in our body and we often take it for granted and do not use the, our full breath completely, even though it is there for us to use. So when we are stressed and when we're busy, and when we are just in autopilot mode, we often just breathe into our upper chest. So learning to take slow, deep, long breaths can be really beneficial to our physical and mental and emotional well-being. So some of the benefits of breathing practices uh, helps you clear your mind. So, you know, as I mentioned, we, if we are just breathing into our upper chest, we're often in a space where just overthinking or just exerting a lot of energy in our mental body. So being able to just clear the mind, you know, using your breath, focusing on your breath helps you get out of your head and into your body. Um, also, that increase in oxygen is really fantastic for your body as well. So, um, again, simple techniques that you can do. Um, really, really benefits the brain. So making sure that you are taking deep breath, deep conscious breaths in 
and out and spending a few moments a day to do that. Um, so breathing practices um, is a form of mindfulness. So it is a great way to do a mindful practice. Strengthens your lungs, um, really helps getting the blood pumping across your body, um, as well as helps improve sleep. So that being able to help you clear your mind, balance out your body will also help you uh, improve your sleep, which I think is a common problem for a lot of very busy people. So pranayama or breathing practices is definitely something you can do. Incorporate little micro practices, which is what I call them, into your day. So that can be something as waking up, taking three conscious breaths in the morning, um, you know, in between each meeting, just taking, spending a couple of time, minutes, just taking a few breaths before you enter into your next meeting so that you're present. Um, or in the evening, doing a nice, slow breathing practice to really wind you down from the day and clear out um, all what you've captured in your head throughout that day. So a really, really great way to do um, a relaxation and rest uh, way to help you move out of being in your head and go, go, go to unwinding and relaxing. So focus on your breathing. So everyone can do this. And, you know, right now, no matter where you are, I know you're listening to this podcast, but just take one minute just to focus on your breathing and to be aware of your breathing. So you can place your hand on your belly or your chest if you like. Place one hand on your belly, one hand on your chest. And just take a big deep inhale through your nose and just exhale out your nose. And just another one, breathing in. And just observe where your breath sits as it's entering into your body. And then just exhale completely. Then on your next inhale, just focus on your physical body. How does that breath really feel in your physical body? How's your physical body feeling today? And then exhaling out. And then one more, taking a deep breath in. And then just focus on what's important to you right now in this very moment. And then exhaling completely. See, great work, everyone. Very, very simple breathing practice that you can do. Very simple, taking a few breaths, inhaling and exhaling through your nose, just connecting to yourself, to your breath. Great way to help you get out of your head and into your body. So there are loads of ways to access different breathing practices. Um, I know Spotify, YouTube, apps. I know there's a lot of, you know, Headspace app, the Calm app. All of those are fantastic apps that you can use um, to really focus on some some breathing practices and some pranayama practices. Um, I've got a lot of videos that I have on my YouTube channel, um, which can also be accessed via my website, Kate Zuckers Co. So if you do um, want to look up any of these breathing practices, go ahead. It's a great way um, for you to calm your mind and body. Awesome. So that again, like I said, is one of my favorite ones. My next 
is my ultimate joy um, and where I have found the most peace and that is meditation. So meditation um, brings me so much joy. Um, I learned to meditate and I learned a lot about meditation when I started my yoga teacher training. And when I first started to meditate and do regular practices, um, I found it really difficult because my mind was so overactive, um, was super active. And I really struggled because I thought that the end state was that I had to completely clear my mind. And I just couldn't do that. Um, but over time, with a lot of different practice and trying a lot of different techniques, um, meditation has become such a source of um, restoration um, and recharge. I feel like every time I meditate now, it's like I am plugging myself um, into a power source uh, and I'm able to recharge from that. And that's the way I look at meditation. And, you know, it's not about having to completely you know, kind of just let go of every thought you have in your mind and completely empty your mind because I know a lot of us can really struggle with that. Um, but what it is for me and what I've learned is it's really about just being aware and observing what is going on in your mind, what is that mental activity, and, and just observing it and being aware of what's going on can have just so many benefits to you and it can really help you move from that autopilot mode into awareness um, where you can be aware before you respond or before you react. Um, so for me, that is a really great way of if I'm, if I'm in a, a, a stressed um, situation, um, I again, just try to come back to myself and my inner world um, before responding and just being aware. Uh, so I, I, you know, when I first started meditating, I used a lot of guided meditations and I found that the guided meditations were really beneficial to me because they helped guide my mind and keep my mind focused on a story that they were telling. So for me, that's how I started to get into it and started to see the benefits of how I would feel after I, um, you know, uh, did these meditation practices. And, you know, over time that has evolved. I've tried many different types of um, meditations and there are many, many available. Um, you know, some other ones, you know, you can just sit quietly, um, you know, sit in a space quietly, just observing your mind for five or ten minutes, um, just being clear of what's going on, connecting with your inner world. You know, some of those awareness meditations are really good um, for helping you uh, just just observe um, your own reactions and, and observe your own inner world as well. There's also mantra meditations, uh, which I love, and chanting. There's also bells, sound healing, etc. There's There's lots to choose from. Uh, so, you know, have a Google, um, see what you, what resonates with you. If you are just starting off in this space, I do suggest some guided meditations, um, but there might be something else that you resonate with. So, you know, 
um, have a research, try them, try a lot of different ones and see, see what you like, see what resonates with you. But again, there are so many apps um, available for meditations now, um, Spotify, YouTube, etc. There are so, so, so many resources um, and ways for you to easily access this, which is so fantastic. Um, I also clu- include a number of meditations on my YouTube channel as well. So check it out if you are looking um, for a way to get started um, as well. So lots and lots of different ways there and I know I've gone through a lot of content already in this podcast because I guess it's such a a, I think a needed topic for people Um, right now so many people are coming to me they're so busy they're so overwhelmed they don't know where to start with um, connecting with themselves or where to where to go just to get some me time or some relaxation so here has been some fantastic ways that I relax and recharge my energy um, which is you know a lot of time I use micro uh, self-care habits micro mindfulness habits Um, so you know unless I'm doing a full yoga class a lot of the time my yoga practices you know go for 20 minutes Um, you know my meditations go for 10 to 20 minutes Um, you can't you know breathing practices can go for five minutes you can incorporate these into your day Um, So there's definitely a lot of fast and effective ways that you can help calm your mind um, for busy people. You know, a few other um, techniques that I use, uh, you know, I make sure that, um, you know, I have baths, which are fantastic with salts. Magnesium is one of the best things I have personally ever discovered for my well-being. Very, very um, much helps me um, relax and get out of my mind. Um, aromatherapy um, and essential oils is another that I, I use frequently. Um, I often have my diffuser on when I'm working because I just feel um, that it really centers me, um, really awakens my senses um, and activates uh, me. And then, you know, in the evening when I need something a little bit calmer, um, I use a calming or balancing essential oil. And, you know, a lot of these now can just be purchased at the chemist online, etc. Um, But then, you know, taking a few deep breaths while you've got a diffuser on or an oil burner, really being able to smell those essential oils um, really helps you to relax your physical body and also helps you to relax your mind. So definitely something you can incorporate if you're working from home um, or when you come home in the evenings. Essential oils are fantastic. other way, and then you know another um, technique I use is massage. Um, who doesn't love a massage? I know everyone wants massages. Um, it is a fantastic way to nourish your physical body. Um, our bodies are the homes of our minds and our hearts and our souls. So make sure you are giving your physical body um, that nourishment that you need to. We hold so much tension in our physical body. Uh, you know, from stress, but also just our physical lifestyle, our physical, you know, lifestyles. If we are working on computers or we're sitting in cars or we're sitting at computers, um, we're on our phones a lot, uh, you know, our physical body takes a toll and can get locked up. So massage is a fantastic way to help you relax um, and a great way to do it. So make sure you are looking after your physical body and prioritizing Um, massages and ways to relax your physical body Um, and my last one that I want to talk about um, ever so briefly is sleep 
So um, sleep could be a whole nother podcast and it probably will be another, a whole nother podcast, but make sure you are getting enough rest and enough sleep. So, you know, one of my yoga teachers used to say, um, your day starts the night before. So whatever you do the night before, you know, really will impact your next day. So make sure that you are making sleep and rest a priority. Um, and that is definitely something busy people can do. So make sure that you are getting sleep and getting as much rest as possible, something that is very, very important. Um, I know sometimes this can be difficult um, if you've got children and it depends what, what life stage you're at as well. Um, but just try to get as much rest and sleep as you can. So that brings us to the end of these tips and tricks um, for relaxation for busy people. There is a lot of content in here and hopefully you have found some gem here that you can take away with you and start doing to help you relax and unwind your mind and body. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me in this podcast today. There, you know, we always want fast and effective. Uh, and, you know, while I think these are all great to use, make sure that you are also prioritizing your well-being um, on a day-to-day -day basis and putting yourself first. Um, you know, ultimately, we, we want to be coming from a place of wellness um, so proactively manage your well-being. If you know that you've got a really, really busy period at work or if you've got a busy month, proactively try to put some time in your diary just for yourself um, or time afterwards uh, just for yourself as well so that you can have that downtime. Um, so, you know, being productive is resting um, and is relaxing. So make sure you spend your time um, and, and focusing on giving yourself more time for this as well. So thank you everyone for joining. Um, I hope you will take away some of these tips and tricks and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you very much.